What is going on folks? Arm and Hammer here. It is the morning of day two of the 2020 CrossFit Games. I'm recording outside because my entire studio has been like torn down and reset into our living room. So we're gonna be recording out here, which is really cute. And we're gonna do this in one take, no edits. You hear that? One shot straight through, brought to you by Caffeine Kilos. <laughs> Thanks guys, really appreciate all the love and support for the CrossFit Games content. Now, today we're gonna talk about uh, a quick recap and look at uh, day one's competition, as well as uh, a quick preview of what to expect today, as well as you know maybe some questions that are still to be answered uh, for today's competition. So looking back at yesterday, we had five events. It was promised to be a giant day one, Dave Castro talked it up. Huge game, toughest day one in CrossFit Games history. And I would say that's probably accurate. I mean, you know, when I was talking to Chase about this and trying to uh, sort of parse it out. And for me, toughest day one still, you know, up until now kind of belonged to the 2009 CrossFit Games. And if you look at the comparison of the stuff that they did then versus what they did uh, today uh, or, or this year, it certainly it certainly trends to say that the 2020 games day one is the toughest one because you're looking at one the comparison of direct events so the longer trail run this was a tougher trail run and longer the one right max event instead of just being a deadlift ladder it was the entire total the conditioning metcon couplet triplet type thing that they ended up doing in the 2007 reload event in 2020 um, that event is significantly more games-like and challenging than what they did in 2009 with the row and stake workout or the wall ball and uh, hang squat snatch workout. And on top of that, they did a, a harder slash longer hill run, hill sprint. So that kind of checks that box. And they did the handstand walk. So I, I would say that, yeah... The, the, the 2020 games day one certainly takes the crown as the toughest day one um, and the biggest day one in CrossFit Games history. I don't particularly count 2018. A lot of people look back at 2018 and say, hey, you know what? They did a marathon row. They did 30 muscle-ups for time. They did the total. They did the crit race. That's got to be the toughest one. And I really don't think so. I think if you look at that event uh, and that series of events like honestly that marathon row just carries too much of the weight um and it is it, it's too much of what makes that day challenging because it itself is such a brutal and mentally difficult event speaking of brutal and mentally challenging events i think we are certainly looking at one of the most like savage twists in CrossFit Games history with how that uh, three-ish mile run turned into a six-ish mile run. And, you know, during the stream, I was a little nonplussed about it. Uh, I don't particularly think that it's the end of the world to pull things like that. Um, it is in Dave's MO for sure. It is absolutely Dave's uh, style to do something like that. It's super militaristic. A lot of people that were reaching out to me were mentioning that they, they could almost see it coming based off of how they had been talking about the event, um, especially considering Dave loves doing that sort of like military thing. And I think I summed up my thoughts on it 
pretty coherently on Twitter last night, essentially saying that, you know, the athletes are going to be fine. This isn't going to be something that's going to break the athletes. It's not going to be something that's going to hurt them, not physically, not emotionally, not mentally. They're going to be fine. Um, some people mentioned that maybe Tia uh, kind of had a harder go at it. Um, maybe. I don't know if that was a mental thing. I don't know if that was just selling it too hard in the first half. Um, could be a combination of both. Uh, I was incredibly impressed with both Matt and Katrin. Uh, I think the uh, performance that we saw out of them is like, you know, par for the course for that longer event. I would have expected them to do something like that if it had just been the six mile run to begin with. But the twist itself, you know, I, I know that Dave is very happy with how it turned out. Personally, it seemed uh, like it worked well, but it really only worked well for Justin and Matt, who were just selling their souls to kind of get to the end of that first lap. And they were really the only ones who got surprised by it because as they started passing the other athletes, like they, none of these athletes are new to this. They get it. You know what I mean? None of this was going to be surprising to them. And even, you know, at the end of it, when they're interviewing Katrin and they're interviewing Haley, they both had the same, like, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Like we didn't expect to get out here and just have a good time. You know, Dave's going to play his games with us and we're going to play right back. And I think that's exactly the type of attitude that it takes to succeed in events like that. That said, the weakest point to me of yesterday's competition was the handstand walk. And I think it's just, it, it sticks out because of how uh, not unimaginative, but almost unevolved that handstand walk was. It, it felt like something that you would see in the CrossFit Games five years ago, especially considering the rules that they used in that you didn't have to start with your hands behind the line every time. You know, you could do what Justin Medeiros did, which was great. I mean, good on him for seeing the hole in the rules and, and utilizing it as best he could uh, to have a high, high finish in that workout. Um, but not requiring long distances to walk on your hands at a single time, allowing the athletes to kick up with their hands ahead of the line instead of behind the line. These are adjustments that are, you know, I mean, it's there again, it's their prerogative to make these rule changes, but I felt like those were positive advancements in how we were testing things like handstand walking. Now, was it exciting? Sure, it was really exciting to watch the athletes go back and forth. Um, it was really interesting to see the sort of battles that we saw, and that hasn't really been in question. You know, I think generally speaking, the events are interesting to watch almost exclusively because we are interested in watching them, right? It, it It's going to take a lot to make an event that's super boring. And the perfect example of that that I can give you is that even in like 2013, when they did that half marathon row, like I sat in my gym between classes and watched the Super Nintendo sprites, like 16-bit sprites or 32-bit sprites, like go across the screen uh, on the game site. And that is because I'm interested in seeing the performance. I'm just, you know, damaged some way in shape or form that, that makes me, you know, susceptible to that type of excitement. And so, you know, the, the fact that it was exciting to watch, I think needs to be removed from an analysis of whether it was effective or appropriate. Um, and to me that the entirety of day one was pretty solid except for the handstand walk. The handstand walk just kind of stood out as something that didn't really fit within the, I don't know, quote unquote, modern CrossFit games. So that's day one. 
overall, I am still very excited to see what happens over the course of the weekend. Uh, today, we have three broadcast blocks in place. Uh, that doesn't mean that we only have three events. I suspect we're going to have a couple of surprise events announced today. Um, I think based off of what I had seen previously and how they'd been sort of announcing workouts, I think that we're going to actually see five scored events today. But I'm very curious to see what those five are because right now we only know three of them. And the three that we know are the toes to bar and lunge workout, which is going to be the first event of the day, followed by the snatch speed ladder, which is going to be the second event of the day. And then we know the bike repeater event, which is that uh, bike sprint and legless rope climb event. Um, those are the three events that we know, but I suspect we're going to have five scored events today. Um, and speaking of the events that we do have going on today, the toes to bar lunge workout, I made a really big stink about it um, because it is foolish to write that workout in a vacuum and think that anybody's going to have to break it up at this level. Uh, I still think we're going to see a large majority, you know, more than five of the 10 athletes do this workout unbroken. Um, I think that the idea that they're not going to be able to physically recover from the volume that they did yesterday is, it's just not well informed. I, I think they're probably going to be hurting. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you don't you don't sell your soul for a three mile run and then get forced to do another three miles uh, and just walk away just fine. But that said, I think it's really it really cannot be understated how prepared these athletes are for destructive volume um, like a hill run like that. And so I think they're still going to be able to get through that workout unbroken. Um, it's still going to be, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be race. It's going to be exciting to watch. It's going to, we're going to watch it and see what happens, but I think they're still going to get through it unbroken. Um, and the bike and rope climb event, I think is also going to be an exciting one to watch. I actually really enjoy the idea behind the bike and rope climb event because it is utilizing a, a, an implement in the bike that the athletes basically don't ever use that way. They don't sprint on an actual bicycle because it's a silly thing to do to do a 400 meter bike loop because it takes you you know 40 seconds or 30 seconds to do that so yeah that's right bowie it is silly bowie agrees uh but it isn't silly in the context of an event like this because it's a very crossfitty way of doing something you know unexpected or slightly sort of tangentially related to the implement that you wouldn't expect uh, of how to use it. And I think that's going to be really exciting to watch. Uh, the reason why I say we're going to have two extra events is because when they first announced event 11, the sprint sled sprint event, they put it directly on Sunday morning, which makes me think that we're going to see five scored events today. And if we're going to see five scored events today with the toaster bar lunge workout being a relatively quick one, the snatch speed ladder being a relatively quick one and the, uh, the uh, rope climb bike event being something in my guess around 10 or 11 minutes. Uh, my guess is we're going to see it in the high single digit time domains, perhaps a slightly longer than that. I mean, low teens maybe, but I'm not expecting to see uh, you know another event 30 plus minutes tonight. Uh, that would be surprising to me. The only scenario I would see like a 30 plus minute event showing up is if it has a long monostructural piece in it, something like a swim um, or something like a longer bike built into that run uh, or into that workout. But overall, uh, it's been a really interesting day to see. In terms of the leaderboard, 
I mean, Matt Fraser won four of the five events yesterday. He placed second in the event he didn't win. So he is he's on a dominant streak. Uh, I think the concept of leave no doubt is something that he's probably really leaning into, whether he's doing that consciously or not. Um, on the women's side, it is a little bit of a tighter race. You know, Tia has less than 100 points, but not much less ahead of second place. And I think we're going to see very quickly how the athletes are able to get themselves psyched and prepped for what is, you know, going to be another day of some unexpected twists and turns. Probably not quite as twisty and turnsy as that hill sprint, though, or the hill run. Overall, uh, as I said, I am excited by the competition. I'm very interested to see how things go. Uh, if none of the athletes do the toaster bar lunge workout, like all of them have to break it up and just get crushed by it, I will, you know, I'll eat crow. I'll be, I'll, I will absolutely admit it. I'll be the first one to admit it. Uh, and none of you will let me let that go either. So, you know, if I don't admit it, you guys are going to hold me to task for that. And I appreciate that. Um, but we are going to do the same thing that we did yesterday live stream companions uh, for the entire broadcast. You can watch all of it live on YouTube. So I think there's some confusion about the first block being the CBS block, the 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time block being the CBS block. That doesn't mean it is exclusively on CBS. It means that that is the only block that will be on CBS. All of the events are still going to be broadcast on YouTube, on Facebook. You can watch it on the games website. You can just go to games.crossfit.com and they have all the broadcast options right there. You can watch them right there. Um, but we're doing our companion streams. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to do it for every single one of the broadcasts again. Um, I don't know who else is going to be joining me today, but uh, you know, potentially maybe Katie will sit in on one or two of them. Maybe some other people will jump in and sit in on one or two of them. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Either way, I have a great time watching it and I'm going to be watching them anyway. So it's cool to hang out with people and be able to like chat with everybody as it's going on. So thank you very much, everyone, for hanging out. You see, we did it all in one take. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I really appreciate all your help, folks. Thanks again to Caffeine and Kilos for the uh, sponsorship and support for all the games content over the past couple months and leading up through the games itself. Could not do it without you guys. If you guys want to support them, go to caffeineandkilos.com. Uh, shout out to everybody who came by and watched on the watch along streams yesterday. We're going to be doing them again today and tomorrow. So take care folks. I'll see you very, very soon.